Hi, I'm Danette May. And today on Manifestable, I'm coaching a woman just like you and actually coaching her live at a live studio audience in LA. If you want bigger though, you have to ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? And I had to do a lot of that work. I was afraid of money, guys. I used to be so afraid of having money because I thought it would make me less spiritual or less in tune with my creator or my source. Welcome to Manifestable, where you'll receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. Each week, I will bring you epic guests, live coaching, and manifestation tools to remind you of your power. You have the ability to achieve extraordinary things, and the time to start is now. The woman you're about to hear today, her name is Kristen, and she came on stage during this live event in LA and asked me a question she wanted coaching on. I had no clue what she was going to ask me, so you are getting my real and raw response. This is why I love coaching, because I'm really coming at you from experience, from my past learnings around the mind, execution, as well as my gut and my intuition. But I do want to say that on this episode, we really went there. She was really asking, how do I get momentum in my coaching business? How do I continue to scale and grow this when I have negative comments on social or I don't feel empowered or I don't feel like I'm moving the needle? How do you go about growing something that is so strong and such a passion and something that you actually know you're good at. So we dive into this. This is kind of a quickie, about 14 minutes long, you guys, that's it. And I can't wait to dive into this episode with all of you. You flew here too. I flew from Ohio. Amazing. Yeah. I like watch your stories, by the way. I I love that. Because I like the country <laughs> and I love you. So, yes. I appreciate that so much. So, obviously, you watch my stories. So, you know a lot of what happens in my personal life and my business life. Sometimes. Sometimes, right. Yeah. So, obviously, I've been with you since 2016 and you've been such a guiding light in my personal life and in my business life. And from when I first sent in my question, I believe after today and all the amazing speakers and the nuggets, it was exact alignment with what what I needed needed to hear. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. um, Very much so. And so I guess I'll get pretty vulnerable about my business piece, but how you do one thing is, is how you do everything. Right. So recently I've had a huge transition from going to the grit, to the grind, to the forcing, to the pushing, to the get her done, work hard, 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 hard. And all of a sudden it, it didn't feel so good anymore. And my passion became like, I feel like I'm forcing this just to make a career because I left my six figure career to do my coaching. And with the results that my women are having, I, I get this like old, I guess, limiting belief of how come my business hasn't expanded way more? Like the dream is similar to yours, stages, music, dancing, fun, impact, uh, waves, just shooting out through across the planet of transformation. And my clients are experiencing these results, but yet it's, it's still a very beginner piece of the business. So it's like, 
I know without a doubt where I'm going. But there's a part of me, like I watch you and so many other people that, you know, over the years have just become this massive impact on the planet. And it's like, why is it taking so long? (laughs) (laughs) Because the purpose and the mission is transforming health. And these women are achieving this. They are getting off of their medication. I've changed my health with your help and multiple other coaches and mentors. You know, being type 1 diabetic and having Graves' disease, my, you would never know I was sick if I didn't tell you. Like my numbers are so amazing. And that wasn't my story before. And I've completely rewritten it. And even doctors, they just, when I say to them, I'm healing my body. Well, no, there's not a thing for that yet. There's not a cure for that yet. And I'm like, I'm the cure. Just because you say I can't heal my body because it hasn't been done yet or whatever the chronic diagnosis is, I truly believe that I'm on that path. And just leading by example. And my girls are, they're accomplishing it. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And so, it's the, so there's a part of me that's, I guess it's my ego, where I'm like, well, why isn't it why? bigger? Yeah. Reaching more people. Exactly. That is exactly like why, how come every time I, I do something or I launch something, it's like not crickets, but it's like so minimal. But then I, I go into my, my body and I say, okay, if one person shows up, if 1,000 people show up, I'm going to show up the same no matter what. And I've been consistent with that. So it's just like, when does the momentum start to really launch? <laughs> and I, I want to speak to this honestly, because I can relate to you in the fact that when I first started, you know, what you would see would be Fit Rise, which back the time, I think it was like, what was it? Forever, forever Fit? Or forever Fit. Forever Fit. <laughs> I don't even remember the name. <laughs> but like way back when, and I didn't have any money, right? Like, I was beaning and weaning it and actually not sometimes really eating that much, not because I was working so hard because I literally had to be very aware of how much money I was spending in the grocery store. And I remember when we got a little taste, which might be similar to what you felt like this, like maybe like you get three buyers or five buyers because you know this dream you have in your heart and you know what it can do for someone else. And I knew that I wanted to reach a lot of people because I knew what it could do. And I remember feeling a lot of impatience during a lot of the beginning years, even though maybe to some people would be like, well, it's pretty okay business. It definitely probably you weren't aware of the beginning part where I was like, it's not going fast enough. It's not, it wasn't generating any revenue really. It was just breaking even and sometimes losing revenue at the very, very beginning. And it wasn't really about the revenue for me. It was always about people. And I feel like that's what it is for you too. Obviously, you need to make a living, but it's about the bodies. And for me, I was like, why is no one hearing about this? Or why is no one really in like buying this and like changing their lives? And so I do want to just say that I remember being quite impatient. And all I can tell you is that I think this is very common with anyone who's doing a business is that impatience and that wondering, like, why are not more people hearing about this? Or why is this ad not working? Or why is this not working? One thing you did say that I think isn't really powerful is you show up, whether it's one or 10,000 or 1,000 or 100, 
And I had that mentality too. And I even had the mentality, and, th- and this is where you're going to have to stay very integrous because I was trying to build my email list to try to communicate what I was trying to do and bring you into my philosophies. But I remember being asked a lot to promote things on my email list that I just wasn't aligned with. And there's certain things that I might promote that I know would be, I'm not going to personally take, but I can stand behind it. But this was something I wouldn't even want my mom to take. And I remember being told you could make a lot of money and it would actually start to grow the email list. And this is where it gets tricky because you could be like, well, I have a lot of, and I was even told that, Jeanette, your goal is to help people, but you got to get people in the email list. This product's going to get people in your email list. You get to do all the things that you really love and get to teach them things you love. And I had to like really sit with that. And I'm going to tell you this because I think you're going to get faced with it. If you haven't already, you're going to. And I feel this with a lot of entrepreneurs and I will teach it to every single one if I get a chance is I said, no, I was like, we are not putting that in the email. I am going to make sure that when people, and granted my team has made mistakes and ultimately it's on me and after that, but I remember that decision and that set the bar because then when people came in, they knew what they were getting and they knew the trust And that's how the business grew. And so I'm telling you that because I sense you're coming into something like that. So stay strong and also stay patient. And then also look at where there might be a fear around being seen or being bigger than you are right now, meaning more people into the program. I had to do a lot of that work because as John told you, I'm very sensitive and I don't want judgment or misunderstanding on me. Like that is a fear of mine to be misunderstood of why I say something or do something. And so I had to really, and I still have to do it to go to the next level because I had to really look at what are these fears that I could unconsciously be holding on to that are holding me back from reaching more people because you'll stop it. You'll feel comfortable with five or 10 or 15 or 20. And you'll see a lot of people do retreats like that or have things like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want bigger though, you have to ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? And I had to do a lot of that work. I was afraid of money, guys. I used to be so afraid of having money because I thought it would make me less spiritual or less in tune with my creator or my source. I thought it would make me... (laughs) Brooke and I joke about it. I love having her as a friend because we get to joke about... And that's why I was telling her, I'm like, you will have a $300 bottle of champagne one day in your life and you still will be the girl with grubby mountain hair. You just will have both because that's who you are. And that's who you will stay the same. You just, you've heard this, you'll just have nicer stuff sometimes or have more lavish trips. But I've learned that the more money I have, the more I can do. And I don't tell people what I do with my money a lot. I do a lot to give back and I, I love that. I love that. And so I had to change that. And that's when things started to come in. And so really looking at your money story, looking at being seen, maybe being misunderstood. I think that might be it. I think the misunderstanding, because clearly I'm not shy or afraid to be seen in full vulnerability. I'm really not. I, one of my core values is my authenticity and my integrity. And I, I love that about me. And I am wholehearted. I don't know if you remember at the um, Veil retreat, the first one I wrote, I am a huge heart and soul on my arm. And I stand true to that to this day. And that's why I think I feel so much expansion within myself and my business and the impact that I know is coming and has already happened, but even on a more expansive level. 
So it's just, and I actually manifested this because as soon as you launched Manifest, well, I'm like, oh, sweet. Now I get to be on the next podcast. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> That's <laughs> and fun. so, and congratulations, by the way. But just, you know, I, I think it's the next level. And I'm actually headed to uh, a spiritual retreat coming up here. And I think that that's going to be a big O shift for Kristen and what I'm calling in and just really looking at all the ways that you could be misunderstood and saying, I'm okay with it. Like all the things people could say about you. And well, it is so funny because you guys brought up toxic positivity, which I never knew was a thing until somebody called me toxic positivity on a video that went viral. Wow. And I was like, Oh, you got slapped with it right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. And I was like, toxic. And I kind of chuckled about it because I'm like, I'm sending you love because I have no idea. I've never even heard of toxic positivity. So I think that was the very first. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I I must have been doing something right because I went viral. I want to say this too, because my husband did a good job of this because I don't want to be misunderstood and things like that cut me if people say mean things like it just does I get so sensitive and and sad when I see meanness like towards other people towards me and I want to say this to you if any one of you who are wanting to do something that's going to require you being seen and maybe your personal life being more seen I actually think this was really important he put in place like right out of the gate a team that would protect me from seeing things that were negative and he did also say, he's like, Jeanette, if you have negativity at you, it means you're, you're doing something right. You've got to remember that that's going to be a part of it. But then I never saw any more negativity. I was like, because I was like sad about it. And I think he was like, everyone keep it away from her. Do not let her read one bad comment. Do not let her know about anything. Handle it. And he set up that structure. And maybe that might be helpful too to somebody who needs to hear that. Setting up in place like one or two employees or one employee to navigate comments, to look at your social and navigate it, to delete it so you don't have to see it if you're a sensitive person. Yeah. And it, and I believe I'm right there. Like I'm, it's, I believe something, well, I know, I believe and I know, and I feel that something next level is happening where I will be calling in employee, a team, whatever it is to just really I feel like it's going to be really quick, but it's like, but when, but I know, and I believe and I feel, and I love it and I'm passionate about it. And so it's all in alignment. It's just, it's just that sometimes it happens fast. Yeah. Yeah. And And overnight and sometimes it's slow and gradual, but it's all perfect. Yeah, no. And and I, I feel that I really feel that. And I just am celebrating the things that I have manifested and, and the people that I have like you and a bunch of other people that I look up to because success leaves clues, right? And and I thank you for your original authenticity and your vulnerability because, I mean, look what you've created. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. so much for being here oh. and being on the show. Girl, I was meant to be here. <laughs> So today we really talked about stepping into our confidence when it comes to anything we're doing new, whether it's a business or maybe it's a new sport or maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe it's living in a new place. Change and stepping into new can look like a lot of different things. But what happens when you step into something new and you run into misunderstanding or people not understanding you, family members even talking bad about you? 
on the next upcoming episode, literally the next episode I'm doing, I'm talking with somebody where her family, who she was super close with, started talking bad about her, her goals, what she was doing in business, and it started to create imposter syndrome. I know this happens to a lot of us. So we're going to go there on the next episode. You're going to want to click up into that upper right-hand corner right now, whether you're listening to this on Spotify, you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, go to that upper right-hand corner, click on it, and then look for the follow button. Click that follow button because you're going to get notified of this next episode. You're not going to want to miss it because we're going to go there. How do you navigate misunderstanding, people not knowing why you do what you do, talking bad about you, especially the people that you care about deeply. Go ahead and click that follow button. Stay tuned for the next episode coming down in just a few days. Love you. Love you.